shit faced. So, mm-hmm. hi, this is Talk Cricket, the newscast where we read shit from life. Yeah, and that's our intro that we didn't write. <laughs> and we still need to do our we we need to redo our um yeah everything yeah it's fine but um, we should probably not do that while we're shit faced no, we shouldn't so um, um hi i'm carrie i'm Kay, <laughs> <laughs> and we we haven't enjoyed too many adult beverages we had so many beverages um uh, junk yeah so you're it's your time yeah go first yeah so <laughs> so do you want to hear about penguins i want to hear about everything or do you want to hear about meth first i want you to tell me anything you want to tell me okay well i'm gonna Just start with penguins one. yep so this is from this is from new zealand um the most beautiful country in the world yes this was published today oh so shit yeah Penguins ignore police. Return to sushi shop. (laughs) (laughs) I'll return to the sushi shop. Me too. Take me to the sushi shop. (laughs) I don't know the rest of that fucking song. Because I'm white. (laughs) My my grandmother one time overheard people saying that they were going to a 50 cent concert and she said where <laughs> where can i go to a 50 cent concert you can't <laughs> you'd have to buy three seats yeah <laughs> 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 pay a dollar fifty for the concert oh uh-huh, yep okay so this is from hamish cardwell love the name hamish um me too for real yeah so and these are the cutest little fucking penguins. Look how cute that penguin is. Oh! Look how diddle. So, mm-hmm. Little blue penguins have been removed from under a sushi bar in front of Wellington Railway Station for a second time. <laughs> oh my god. They were first spotted at dawn outside the Wellington Railway Station and took shelter under the nearby shop Sushi Bai. Police said that the waddling vagrants were removed from their sushi stand refuge earlier today by Constable John Zhu after being told they were there about 6.30 a.m. The pair were temporarily... <laughs> the constable said the penguins... Oh my god, I can't. I can't. <laughs> That's so fucking funny. <laughs> temporarily detained by Wellington police before being released back into Wellington Harbor, they said. You've said Wellington 17 times. Yeah, because it's in here 17 times. Oh my god. The Wellington police. (laughs) However, Uh. the owners of the shop tonight told RNZ the birds had again crossed busy traffic lanes between the harbor and the station to the sushi bar. The Department of Conservation was called in and removed the small birds for a second time this evening. DOC said that they were monitoring the site as this breed of penguin would likely try to return to the site again and again, despite oh being moved on. Oh my god, me. <laughs> on Saturday evening, a little blue penguin was found close by on Featherson Street and was also returned to the sea. DOC <laughs> Wellington... Returned to the sea. <laughs> Return to the sea. Return to the sea. (laughs) (laughs) And I want a mermaid tail on the back. Yes. (laughs) 
<laughs> penguins are so cute, but they're so stinky. Baby bears. Baby birds. Yes. DOC Wellington Operations Manager Jack Mace said the birds were quite common in Wellington Harbor, but it was the first time he had heard of them making themselves at home at the station. (laughs) He said at this time of year the penguins were pairing up and looking for sites where they could lay eggs, although fortunately they do not lay eggs until later in the winter in Wellington. Mr. (laughs) Mace said that. In Wellington. Just so you all don't know, or yeah. just in case you all don't know, this is in Wellington. Just Wellington. <laughs> Mr. May said people should keep their distance from the penguins, which could have a nasty bite. Winnie Morris works at the sushi shop where the penguins hid. She said she heard them making a cooing, humming sound, and that the birds likely hid near the grills beneath the shop where it was nice and warm. Yeah. It's, I would do that, too. Yeah. It's pretty insane, the idea that some penguins were camping out under your shop. But it's adorable, I think. They're probably terrified, but it's adorable. <laughs> <laughs> the penguins are adorable. Yes. Oh, Babies. The little blue penguins' conservation status is, to be, is considered to be at risk to declining. DOC volunteer Mike Rumble, who helped remove the penguins the second time, said it was wishful thinking to hope they might stay in the nesting box they were placed in on the waterfront. Oh, my God. It's a natural characteristic of the penguins. They will always return to where they, were, they possibly were nesting. That's why here tonight, even though this is a good 200 meters to 300 meters away, I wouldn't be surprised if the owner of the sushi bar says they're back. <laughs> They're back. They're back. <laughs> so those are the penguins. I love it. I do too. Oh my god! Tell me your other story. I'm sure I'm gonna be super fucking pissed. Um, you're gonna love it. I'm so happy. This is from Fox News, so we can yes. make all the fun of it that we want. Yes. Um, this is by Nicole Dara. Tennessee police warn not to flush drugs down toilet for fear of creating meth gators. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> meth gators? Uh-huh. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god, I'm so happy. I'm, I can't. I can't. Word <laughs> word to the wise. No, don't flush I'm sitting with my eyes closed. <laughs> <laughs> word to the wise. Don't flush your meth down the toilet. No. You should never do that. No. That's the warning coming out of the Loretta Police Department in Tennessee after investigators said they caught someone attempting to flush methamphetamine along with several items of paraphernalia on Saturday. <laughs> oh my god everyone will judge me for my snorts it's fine i can't no it's fine i can't handle it the department advised against disposing of drugs including pills via the sewage because when you send something down the sewer pipe it ends up in our retention ponds for processing before it is sent downstream oh my god this is fox news are you really surprised that it's inaccurate i'm not surprised at all our sewer guys take great pride in releasing water that is cleaner than what is in the creek police said but they are not really prepared for meth Authorities said that waterfowl, including geese and ducks, end up in that water. Mm -hmm. Aw, babies. 
Yes. End up in that water. And they shudder to think what one hyped up on meth would do. Oh, poor duckies. I know. Babies. No. You just made a face. (laughs) But in addition to birds. Oh, my God. Officials said if the water headed far enough downstream, it would create meth gators in Shoal Creek and the Tennessee River down in North Alabama. (gasps) What? (laughs) Meth gators? Yes. Meth gators. Um, I can't. This is worse than Sharknado. Yeah. Um, Oh, my God. That's the new series. Yes. (laughs) From whoever the fuck produced Sharknado. (laughs) meth gators (laughs) on land number seven (laughs) oh my god i can't i had a water bottle is empty i had a teacher in college who um he was an english teacher and he um he didn't curse but his favorite thing to say to his kids was oh sharknado three And, and, like, the tagline is, oh, hell no, or something. Oh, hell no. Yeah. So, I he would go, oh, it. Sharknado 3. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Me, too. I love it. Oh, no, it went away. Okay. So, and I'm probably going to find one more, because this no, is no. very short. Don't. Okay. Because mine is going to be fine. Okay. It's fine. Okay. They've had enough messed up animals in these past few weeks without our help. Yes, so. No. I know. Oh, awful yeah it's one hell of a drug and the baby shouldn't be on it no baby should be on meth no no so if you need to dispose of your drugs just give us a call and we will make sure they are disposed of in the proper way yes don't give them to babies yeah poor babies no not the waterfowl or the gators god forbid we make meth gators no gators mean well (laughs) Mm -hmm. they're just trying to to proportionately they're just trying to eat in the best that they can yes they they don't need to be on meth no poor babies yeah but i thought it was funny that the reasoning was meth gators yes meth gators (laughs) meth gators 17 (laughs) out of the water into the fire (laughs) or whatever the fuck it is there's a new movie called crawl that's in theaters and it's about gators i know yeah i've heard of it i hate everything i I sent a trailer to josh and he was like was it this one and i was like no it was this fucking spider-man trailer you psycho (laughs) yeah he was like oh that other one looked really good spider-man's amazing everyone should go see it good okay so are you ready yes i really want sushi now but yes yes i'm ready are you sure yes tell me everything You've had me so hyped up for this All for right, like so, hours. Um, <laughs> Guys, we're so fucked up. We've already recorded one episode and now we're recording this on so, so much tequila. Leonard Borschnart. <laughs> Borschnart. <laughs> I think that's how you say his name. Borschart? 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 Yeah, sure. <laughs> Mr. Shart. Leonard Borschart <laughs> came to America from Berlin at the age of 14. As a stowaway aboard the Love SS, aboard the SS Frasia in 18 se- 1876, mm-hmm. he was discovered en route to the New World <laughs> by captain by the captain of the ship and forced to join the new the crew to earn his passage. 
That's fair. He returned to Germany and back again to the United States aboard the Frasia before being allowed to disembark in New York. Hang on. So Bouchard drifted from state to state before signing up for the U.S. Cavalry in Detroit. After learning he would be fighting Native American Indians who might scalp him, (laughs) (laughs) he deserted. Oh, yeah. Of course he did. Sold his horse and gun to a farmer and headed for San Francisco. San Fran. San Fran. He arrived there in 1884 at the age of 22. Borchardt would try any crazy scheme for money. Oh, so he's a con artist. Starting with his impersonation of the wild man of Borneo. This, in fact, was the scam that gave him his infamous stage name. Oh, no. He was covered from head to toe in in road tar. (laughs) Into which was... (laughs) He was covered from head to toe in road tar, into which was stuck a great quantity of horse hair. Oh, gross! This gave him a savage and ferocious appearance. He was then locked in a heavy cage. And large numbers of people paid a dime each to gaze upon the wild man recently captured from the jungles of Borneo and brought to San Francisco, quote, at an enormous expense. To add to the supposed realism, large chunks of raw meat were poked between the bars of it by an attendant, and the wild man ravenously, occasionally growling, shaking the bars and wildly yelping, Oofty goofty! Oofty goofty! I told you we're not going to empathize and we're going to make No, I have no empathy. I'm just, what the fuck? Oofty goofty, oofty goofty. <laughs> oofty goofty. <laughs> <laughs> he performed this act in the Dime Museum show and was a huge success. But the act only lasted about a week. <laughs> Bef- before he became ill. Unable to perspire through his thick covering of tar and hair. Well, yeah. Because tar clogs your fucking pores. Yes. Oh, my God. Doctors at the receiving hospital tried in vain for several days to remove the tar and hair, finally dousing him with tar solvent and laying him in the sun on the roof of the hospital. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's... Yeah, that's exactly what you do. In order to soften and remove the foul mixture. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, I can't handle this story. Oh my god. Oofty. Oofty goofty. Oofty goofty. Oofty. Then turned to the theater. Sort of. (laughs) At least. He's already been in theater. (laughs) This is theater class. (laughs) He secured a spot at a local beer hall. But just after one song and dance, he was flung into the street. (laughs) 
<laughs> Me. <laughs> what might otherwise have been a humiliating and painful experience actually worked in Oofty's favor. Oofty. Oofty. He's going by fucking Oofty now. Yeah. Um, it showed him the direction in which his career would then turn. Despite being kicked ferociously and landing heavily upon a stone sidewalk, he discovered that he felt no physical pain. Oh, no. For the next several years, he exploited this newfound talent by touring the city and allowing himself to be kicked and battered by all who chose to pay a price that depended upon a degree of brutality they wanted to inflict. Okay, so the... (gasps) What got him out of the freak show mm-hmm. was that they were, like, all pushing, like, raw meat into the cage and all this, like, fucking racist bullshit. Yeah. And, like, a couple of Irish people came in and were like, oh, what the fuck? You're to the, you're, you're ridiculous. Burr, 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 burr. Yeah. And then they were, like, poking him with sticks and all this mm-hmm. shit. And he was like, fuck off. Yeah. And then they were like, oh, you're clearly not the man of Borneo because a the man of Borneo can't speak English. Yeah. So it like shattered the illusion and then he had to like continue his like weird side so yeah. like sideshow shit. This is an episode of SpongeBob. Is it really? I swear to God. Like Oh my god. They find out that Patrick like can't really feel pain and it and people have a lot of fun watching him fall. Oh so my Mr. God. Krabs's new thing is like having Patrick at the Krusty Krab and having him just fall all oh the my time. God. I swear to God. SpongeBob has so many layers. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> SpongeBob so, is an onion. Yes. <laughs> Peel the onion. Okay. Living in the sunlight, living in the (laughs) sunlight, having a wonderful time. Yes. Are you ready? Mm -hmm. For instance, Mm -hmm. for 10 cents, oofty goofty. (laughs) I can't see the name. I hate it. (laughs) Oofty goofty, oofty goofty. There was also a thing that I read that like their advertisement of him in the cage was that the wild man of Borno could speak like... 20 languages and could uh-huh. understand none of them he could speak them but not understand them so like no one understood what shit was like mm-hmm. no one was fucking educated so they'd yeah. be like blah, 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 and they'd be like oh that's chinese he's so intelligent but he can't understand it i yeah. hate my life it's bad <laughs> hashtag the greatest showman yes however, that's the best movie ever that is an amazing movie, y'all. However, it's not true. Okay. Yeah. So, um, he actually, I believe he was in P.T. Uh, P. Barnum Circus for a second. But Ooh. anyway. Okay. So, for instance, for 10 cents. <laughs> oopty goofty. <laughs> would allow a man to kick him as hard as he pleased. For a quarter, he would take a beating with a walking stick. I, I would pay a quarter for that. <laughs> for 50 cents, Oofty Goofty <laughs> would become the willing recipient of a blow with a baseball bat, which he always carried with him. Dude. It was his custom to approach groups of men in the streets and in the ballroom. Bar rooms? Bar rooms? Bar rooms. Bar rooms. Bar rooms. I'm so sorry. Whiskey's a hell of a drink. Um, and in bar rooms, and inquire, hit me with a bat for four bits, gents. <laughs> Only four bits to hit me with a bat, gents. Except that this should be done in in a German accent. Yes, and I don't know how to do that. 
Wolfenstunzel. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't even know what I just said. I don't know how to do that in a German accent. <laughs> Sorry. Irish is all yet. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, it was only when in 19... In 18, sorry, I'm so sorry. In 1891, heavyweight boxer John L. Sullivan struck Oofty. (laughs) Oofty. 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 (laughs) Oh, Oofty. Struck Oofty with a billiard cue, fracturing three vertebrae. Oh, 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 oh. That he finally called it a day with the act. Oh! The blow from Sullivan caused Oofty, <laughs> Oofty, to walk with a limp for the rest of his life, and he was no longer immune to pain, flinching at the slightest touch. Oh! 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 Honey, oh, oh, he asked for it. I know that he did, but what the fuck? Instead of shying away from the limelight, as some might have, might after such a to do. Oofty performed as a human skittle in Woodward's Garden, where patrons would w- patrons would win a cigar if they hit him with a baseball. Why would you do that, you motherfucker? He also performed with a plus-sized actress of sorts, whom went by the name of Big Bertha, <laughs> and a Shakespearean. <laughs> And a my she- stage name yes big bertha <laughs> big bertha it's your drag name <laughs> and a shakespearean spoof dugged borneo and juliet i hate it yep it's the fucking worst um he performed in a character as the wild man of borneo though the storyline followed the original script to a large degree of romeo and juliet of course it did. <laughs> For $20, he even allowed himself to be shipped in a box to Sacramento as a joke gift for a young lady. A feat made more harrowing by the fact that they left him upside down. <laughs> they left him upside down in the unopened package in a warehouse over the weekend. Oh my god! <laughs> it was an ordeal that didn't seem to lessen his bravado although he later admitted he was quote pretty near played out at the time yeah (laughs) how would you even bathroom he's a fucking idiot oh my god how how could you not go to the bathroom for three 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 days he couldn't oofty goofty (laughs) oh my god (laughs) oofty goofty Oofty goofty. Oofty goofty. Oofty goofty. Um, oofty goofty. I can't fucking see this. (laughs) Oh my god. Okay. Oofty goofty eventually moved to the to Texas, where his antics continued. And everything's bigger in Texas. Everything's bigger in Texas. I'm sure they get bigger. The guns, the cows, the sideshows. Shit. (laughs) <laughs> um oh my god stop no 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 i can't read stop <laughs> that stop that no quit it quit it okay um burr, burr, burr. okay so for twenty dollars blah 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 sacramento okay oofty goofy moved to texas okay sorry 
Oopsie right, goopsie sting- had a big fall. Yes. <laughs> Humpty Dumpty. Oopsie goopsie was a big weirdo. Okay. Oopsie um, goopsie sat on the wall. Yes. <laughs> there he traveled from one oil field to the next where he would entertain drunken workers by racing to drink beer with a bar spoon and engaging in quail eating contests, which were all the rage at the time. I have no idea. Uh, quail eating contests. Okay. It's not known when he died, but it was probably in the middle of the 1890s since yeah. all mention of him and his ex- and his antics seemed to stop by 1894 or 1895. Whether or not the blow from Sullivan's pool cue sped up his demise is known. <laughs> It but, probably did. Yeah, but then again, oofty goofty. Oofty goofty certainly had a lifetime of odd, dangerous, and strange behavior that could likewise have shortened his con- his life considerably. So we don't know how he died, but this was part of his life for a minute. Mm. Oh my goodness! <laughs> Isn't that nutso bananas? Oh, oofty. Oofty goofty, oofty goofty. Mm-hmm. Oofty oofty. <laughs> oh, buddy. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Fuck. All right. Well, have an awesome night. Yeah. Have an awesome Friday. Yeah. Love you. We love you all very much. Find us on Patreon, find yeah. us everywhere. You'll hear the thing. You'll, you'll know. You'll hear it all. All the things. Okay. Love yeah. you. Love and y'all. And remember, you are not a monster. Have a good Friday, guys. Yay. Bye. bye. Thank you for listening to Talk Crooked. Music is by Gisla Niebach. Check out our website, talkcrooked.wixsite.com slash podcast for sources and visual aids, as well as resources to get involved. To keep up with our nonsense and stay up to date on all things Crooked, you can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Tumblr, and Facebook at Talk Crooked. To keep the shots coming, access ex- exclusive bonus content, get a free poster, and a shout out on air, head on over to our Patreon. All links can be found on our website. You can listen to us basically anywhere you get your podcast. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. If you have interesting stories relating to our content, please send them to talkcrooked at gmail.com for a chance to be featured on the show. For business inquiries or sponsorships, please email us at carryandkbusiness at gmail.com. See you next time.